made come to Mount Tonglu as well. Guzi is here. Does that mean Chirong has come too? Shilin wondered. Look at that ball of green light on top of her head. There's no doubt that he has, Ho Chang said. Guzi seemed to be a little afraid of Xuanji, his little form still and unmoving in her arms. However, perhaps it was because Xuanji's body was cold and it wasn't comfortable. He still secretly wiggled a couple of times. Xuanji instantly admonished him. Don't move. The moment she opened her mouth, with the glow of that ball of green ghost fire, the muscles of her face appeared even more twisted. That ghost fire was considered a hallmark sign of the green ghost at this point. Exceedingly poor in taste. And Shilian felt that any female ghost who had normal tastes and valued their own image would refuse to wear such a flashy ball of ghost fire over their heads. Needless to say, it must have been Chirong who made her wear it. The green flames and the red wedding robes formed a shocking sight attacking the eyes, even more despairing than if a master was to force one to wear an extremely ugly uniform. Guzi pleaded, eyes brimming with tears. Jie Jie, my tummy doesn't feel good after drinking that water. Water? Shirin broke out in a cold sweat. That underground water had flocks of corpse-eating rats swimming through. Although it might not be toxic, Children had weaker constitutions and might get diarrhea after drinking it. Shenji was obviously the type who didn't like children and had no patience for him. Hang on for a bit. We're already on our way back. Their backs disappeared and they became one with the darkness. No need to say any more. Shirin and Hua Cheng quietly trailed after them. Soon after, Following Shenji, they turned a few corners and entered another main street. At the end of the street was a particularly lavish house, and there were voices coming from within. That must be the destination. Under the guise of the shadows, Shirin and Hua Chang charged forward first and hopped onto the roof of that house, and through the cracks, they peered inside. Sure enough, Chirong was sitting in the centre of the grand hall of that mansion. He had carried over dozens of stone statues, their heads facing him. Because those stone people were all sprawled on the floor, they looked like they were in complete submission toward him. He was thus enjoying this prostration and munching on an arm, looking quite pleased with himself. In the corner sat several farmers. One of them, with his head bowed, having practically no sense of presence, was he knew. As they suspected, he had been captured by Chirong. Although no one was bound by ropes, there were balls of greasily green ghost fires hovering over every one of their heads. Upon closer inspection, those ghost fires were different from the flashy one on top of Shenji's head. These had grown all five senses, their eyes narrowed downwards, their expressions malicious, looking like wicked wretches. They were all firmly watchful of the person below. Shilin whispered, 
those balls of fire must have something to them. Hua Cheng replied, That's Qi Rong's ghost fire lock. Once that fire eyes you, if you dare escape, it'll activate a spell and you'll be burned to death in an instant. Qi Rong was fully enjoying munching that arm when Xuanji's voice suddenly rang from the outside. My lord, I have returned. He immediately threw that arm away and wiped his blood-covered mouth. Xilian was slightly amazed. What was that gesture? Afraid someone might see? Could there actually come a day when Chirong was embarrassed that someone might see the manner in which he ate? Before Xuanji entered, she put Guzi down. Guzi, with a ta-ta-ta, ran in, rushing straight to Chirong's side. But when he saw him, he pointed his finger. He cried, Dad is eating bad things in secret again. I'm not, Chirong retaliated. I smelled it. Your mouth reeks when you eat it, Guzi accused. Chirong raised his hand and puffed a couple of breaths against his palm. He must have smelled his mouth reeking of the stench of blood and rot. Without any way to deny it, he became irritated. God damn it, Xuanji! Why did you bring him back all of a sudden? Didn't I say to take him around a bit longer while I'm eating? Xuanji floated in and explained. He was making a fuss over a tummy ache after drinking water, so I brought him back early. My lord, Please don't make me take care of children anymore. I don't know how to deal with him. Chirong glared and accused. What? Aren't you a female ghost? How can female ghosts not like taking care of children? But this isn't even my own child, Xuanji countered. Guzi tugged at Chirong's him. Dad, don't eat those things anymore. They're not good for you. Chirong was growing annoyed by his nagging and reprimanded. Go, go, go. Don't hang around here to annoy people. What is this? Kids nagging grown-ups? Go out and go play by yourself. And so Guzi could only drag his feet and go out to play with mud by himself. Before he left, he even glanced sadly at the others in the house. Only when he was gone, did Chuenji speak up? My lord, I really don't understand. Why must you bring him along if you think him annoying? He's been hungry and thirsty and teary and sickly the entire way. If it wasn't for bumping into that mountain spirit who carried us, who knows if he'd still be slowing us down. Chirong laughed wryly. My cheap son is determined to call me dad, so just let him. Pfft, what rubbish. Of course it's because I'm going to eat that dumb little pecker. A little kid's meat is so tender, even without seasoning, it'll be flavorful enough. Then why haven't you eaten him yet? Xuanji questioned. Green light flashed in Chirong's eyes. You don't understand anything. I'll kill him after he's fattened. Leave the best for last. Besides, we have so many supplies left. No need to rush. Xuanji stared at Yin Yu. 
I think this new one you captured is suspicious. Very, very suspicious. My lord, did you find out where exactly he came from? Judging by how much Chi Rong hated Hua Cheng, if he knew Yin Yu was Hua Cheng's subordinate, he would have immediately eaten him. Chi Rong replied, Yeah, I got it. This bastard came with the rain master to help too. A weak sense of presence and a flat personality was sometimes a good thing. People usually wouldn't link Yin Yu and Crimson Rain Sword Flower together. It seemed Yin Yu had successfully lied about his own identity. Xilin sighed a breath of relief. Xuanji's face, however, dropped. Yu Xi Huang has already chased us here. Now, Chi Rong said. This bastard found this underground city by accident, the same as us. The Rainmaster hasn't found us yet. God damn it, he suddenly cursed. Why is the Rainmaster so hard to deal with? So hot on our trail that we had to come hide here? We only grabbed a couple of those farmers from the country to eat. Why so stingy? A heavenly official too. I just knew. None of those heavenly officials are any good. So narrow-minded and miserly. He'd always cause others harm first and act all self-important after. You were the first one who'd wretchedly grabbed someone else's farmers, who had been minding their own business. But then you had to turn around and scorn others for not being generous enough to provide you with a few more. His speech made Shilian's fists itch. Why don't we just release those people? Xuanji asked. Chirong, however, seemed to have thought the very idea to be embarrassing. He glared. No, I already ate half of them, so even if I released the other half, it'd be pointless. Force my hand, and this ancestor will burn them all to the ground. No one will benefit from this. I didn't think things would turn out like this either. The Yushi Huang I knew, so easy to bully, wasn't like this in the past. I had thought that, even if we kidnapped people from Yushi country, everything would just be swept under the rug and the insult swallowed. It was the only reason that I dared make such a move. Who knew it would stir this much trouble, completely unshakable. Shunji actually knew the Rain Master and didn't seem to hold that master in high regard. It seemed they probably knew each other when they were still mortals. Thinking back on all the legends, Xilin whispered, Could it be that Xuanji used to be a general of the kingdom of Yuxi? Gurga guessed it right, Hua Cheng said. That's exactly the case. Xilin was puzzled, but that's not right. Lord Rainmaster is a descendant of Yushi royalty with a prestigious status. Shinji was only a general, a lowly official, so how dare she look down on her monarch and even say something like, easy to bully. Just then, Chirong replied, Who cares what Rainmaster, Dogmaster? Just wait till this Ghost King cultivates to a supreme status in the kiln. I'll be born with so much might. I'll shock the heavens, and everyone will have to fall at my feet. Kneel before me and eat the mud at my feet. 
Then I'll tear the ghost city down, sink that Blackwater Island, and even Jinwu will have to be careful where he treads. He laughed crazily. Listening to him make up so much bull, happily imagining his future Mike. Other than wanting to laugh, Xilian felt nothing. Ho Chang, on the other hand, didn't even want to spare the energy to laugh. Xu Rong then said more to Xuanji. Then I'll chop off Pei Ming's cock for you to play with and make him your slave. Hearing that name, Xuanji clenched her fists, a trace of life flashing on her pale face. No need, as long as my lord promises to give him to me, for me to handle him myself, Xuanji will be plenty grateful. When it didn't concern Pei Ming, Xuanji looked like a somewhat normal female ghost. But the moment General Pei was mentioned, Xilin could see a shadow of that mad and obsessed female ghost from Mount Yujun. She had actually placed that absurd hope on Qirong, a move that could only be described as crazy. Of course, they could just go in directly and beat up Qirong and Xuanji. But those farmers and Yin Yu were hostages. Qirong was thuggish in character. If with every punch they threw, he burned a person, then they'd be the ones at a loss. Just as he said, if they forced his hand, he could very well burn everyone to the ground. Ho Chang wasn't the least bit anxious and said, There's an unlocking incantation to Chi Rong's ghost fire locks. Let's think of a way to trick it out of him first. Who will do this? How to trick him? We certainly can't be the ones, Xilin said. Just as the words left his lips, their eyes fell at the same time on Guzi, who was playing with mud outside the mansion. After a momentary pause, Xilin said, That won't do. It's too dangerous. Chirong is already thinking of eating Guzi. What if he catches the deceit? Whether that brain of his can even register tricks aside, Ho Chang said. If he plans on doing anything to the child, we can just go and rescue him. Why doesn't Gogo worry instead whether this child, after having stayed with Chirong for so long, has been influenced by him, and whether his mental state is still normal? Having followed Chirong for so long, it really was hard to say whether he had turned monstrous. Let's give it a try then, Xilin said. Thus, Ho Chang opened his fingers flat and released a teeny tiny silver butterfly from his palm. It fluttered down languidly. Chirong and Shenji were still talking inside the house, and Guzi was outside drawing pictures in the mud. A picture of a big person holding hands with a little person. Suddenly, he saw a silver butterfly emitting a faint silver light. He instantly looked up, his eyes wide, and was just about to go, Wow, when a whisper of a voice came from that silver butterfly. Guzi, don't speak. The moment you speak, I'll be no more. It's me. Do you remember me? If Guzi still yelled, Hua Chang would have had the silver butterfly confound his mind. However, Guzi covered his own mouth, indeed obedient. He whispered back, I remember, it's a scrap collecting Gogo's voice. What a good memory you have, Shilin laughed awkwardly. That's right, 
That's me, the scrap collecting guy. Sneak over here to the side for a moment. Don't let she, don't let your dad notice. Kuzi nodded. He rose to his feet and was just about to sneak away when Chirong, who was inside the house, noticed. He yelled, Hey, don't run away so blindly, you hear me? Stay here and don't go anywhere. The big rats will get you. Get back here.